0: I'm David Stoker, and I want to welcome you to the Better Life and Recovery hashtag Hope Dealer Movement podcast. As a visible and vocal member of the recovery community since 2009, I'm frequently asked questions and for advice from people all the time. Some are curious, some are still using, some are in recovery, and some people just care about somebody who's currently struggling with a hurt habit or hangout. If people in my community have those questions, I guarantee that people everywhere are looking for answers as well. We started this podcast to give you answers and support. Because not only is recovery real, it is amazing. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Better Life and Recovery podcast. This week we're going to be talking about the second agreement. Uh, the last couple of podcasts we had gotten away, we started talking. And I'm here with Josh again. Say hi, Josh. I'm here. I'm here. And it's awesome. Ready for a podcast. Yeah, I know. We. I think you missed la- last one was Did me not- and Marlisha.
1: Oh, that's right. And I think I wasn't I was in Aurora, I believe.
0: And the one before that I basically just drowned you out and yeah. basically just went on a huge rant about uh body brokers and yeah. bad players in the recovery uh industry. Yeah, that was fire. No, you weren't fired, you're still here, it's okay. Believe so, it or
1: not
0: <laughs> Believe it or not, you still have a Good job. job
1: right? <laughs> I don't know.
0: So, um we'd started off talking about uh the book the four agreements. Mm-hmm. And we kind of made it through an introduction one week. Then the next week we talked about the first agreement, which is be impeccable with your word. And now we're going to talk about the second agreement,
1: which is pretty difficult at times. It really is. Uh, don't take anything personally. It's really difficult. So what do you what do you mean by that? Yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> I mean, are you <laughs> trying you say, to say
0: that I take things personally? I'm not you say, sure, bro. <laughs> So, so what is the, what, what what do they kind of posit
1: in the book then? Um it's this idea that uh um nothing that others do is is because of you. Can you wrap your mind around that? Yeah, all the time. Um
0: I always uh I would I would look at this with addiction when I would be working with somebody uh-huh. and they would have have had a recurrence of chaotic use. Uh-huh. And I would be like, what happened? Well, you know what? So-and-so made me. Mm. And instead of, uh, not taking anything personally, they used allowed other people's, uh, eh, language, other people's choices to impact their recovery. And I would always tell people, listen, if it's always somebody else's fault, Mm -hmm. then this is always going to happen. Yeah. Because until we realize that I can only have responsibility for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, then I'm going to continue to blame other people. And if it's always somebody else's fault, then they have to
1: change in order for something to happen. So good. So So like, even like if I'm in traffic and someone cuts me off, nothing others do is because of you, because of me, you know, like back in the day, I used to struggle with road rage and I would be like, somebody would cut me off and I would think I would take it as disrespect towards me. And it's, and and I would have to, I'd have to lash out. Yeah. Um, what really helped me is when I started doing uh,
0: my uh, daily gratitudes, uh-huh. you know, because now I wake up early, which means I generally have time and I show up early to places. That makes a huge difference. And it's amazing how mad some people get at you when uh-huh. you're only going two or three miles over the speed limit.
1: Right. Yes. In the slow lane. Um, <laughs> it's slow, right?
0: Yeah, it, it amazes me uh-huh. uh, the the number of people that tell me I'm number one with that <laughs> salute we all know, right? And uh-huh. will scream out their window, glare at me, shake their fist at me because uh-huh. I'm going two miles over the speed limit, right? And I remember I used to be that person. Yeah. But at the time, it wasn't about them. I wasn't cutting them off because of something they did. I wasn't right. flipping them off because of something they did. It was because I was running late. Uh huh. And I didn't have time. Yeah. And obviously, I didn't think about the other people around me.
1: It was a projection of your own reality. You know, absolutely. Yeah.
0: Uh, what if that person that cuts you off? Uh-huh. Uh What if they just found out that their kid was in a car accident and they don't know? You know, they got a thing saying, "Hey, right. you need to get the hospital yeah. as soon as you possibly can." Yeah. Um, I remember once I was at work and I got a phone call, uh, from my son's mom and she was, she worked at a hospital uh-huh. and the phone call was from people that she worked with going, we think your wife's water broke. Uh-huh. Um, they took her down, uh, to, to check her out. Now, now, number one, she was, she wasn't due for seven weeks. Oh, wow. And number two, what do you mean? You think her water broke, <laughs> right? right? So yes. literally, I mean, I was at work waiting tables. Mm-hmm. I walked up to my boss. I said, I'm going home. Uh-huh. He said, no, you're, I, he, I said, I'm going to the hospital. He said, no, you're not. I'm like uh, hospital just called. They said, they think that, yeah. uh, I'm, uh, that, that my girlfriend's water broke uh-huh. and she may be giving birth to my son. And it's seven weeks early. And he said, sorry, I need you to stay here. And he was not a father. Uh-huh. And fortunately he was sitting, the district manager just happened to be there. Uh-huh. And, uh, I was like, no, I'm going now. And my G- GM was like, no, we need to count your money. Right. And the DM looked at me and said, give me your apron. We'll take care of it. Uh, you can go. You know, wow. so I walked out of the door and I'm not going to lie. I, I, I might have passed people on the sidewalk. Yeah. yeah. You know, my father-in-law, uh, well, not my father-in-law, but my ex's dad. Uh-huh. He uh, drove ambulance and he was in the hospital. He got a call right after I did mm-hmm. and I beat him to labor and delivery. driving from a restaurant like he was in you know Cox he was in Cox I was at Ruby Tuesday's at the mall (laughs) I made it from Ruby Tuesday's at the mall to L&D at Cox before he could make it from where he was in Cox too wow I mean, I passed people in the turn lane. Yeah. I didn't care. Right. All I was thinking is, oh my gosh, I hope everything's okay. I yeah. hope that, you know, right. I didn't have any kids. And yeah. I'm like, man, it's... Doesn't seem normal. You know, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, it, is, he gonna, you know, is my son going to die? Yeah. You know, yeah. is there complications? Did right. she miscarry? I mean, I had yeah. no idea what to think.
1: Right. And it,
0: so... The people on the road that day... Oh, you know, well, they, what did they think? Right. It was about them. Yes. Yes. They made it about them the way I was driving, I'm sure. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You know what? He hates me. He cut me off. Oh, he could care less about me. Right. It's not that I couldn't care less about you. It's that I care more about somebody else and this was an emergency. Don't take
1: anything personally.
0: Yeah. That person that cusses you out. Mm -hmm. um, Is it really about something you did or is it because of how they're feeling in that moment?
1: Yeah. And it truly is a reflection of the heart. You know, for me... You know, being a preacher, you know, the scripture talks about that we speak from the overflow of our heart and You're so, a preacher? What? Crazy talk. Oh my goodness. Uh, I no. forget that sometimes. Yeah. We speak from the, I think right there. Don't take it personal. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. No, it's okay. I mean he,
0: he acts like a pastor. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. youth pastor. Oh. <laughs>
1: Yes, I don't know what that means, but yes, skinny jeans. Ah, oh, I, I have shorts on today. Today, today, today. today. I'll today. give you that. Today. Hey, here's the deal. Quarantine has has broke me of my skinny jeans because I can't fit into them anymore. He's <laughs> like all jeans are skinny <laughs> jeans on me now. It no don't matter. What the, I'm about elastic right now. I wear bell bottoms. They're skinny jeans <laughs> yes. on me now. I'm all about elastic. Yes, that's where my life is at. Yeah, yeah I'm nothing but gym shorts right now. Uh huh. I know, and here's the deal: is, is, is there is so much suffering that goes on in life as it is, you know, and there's no reason to be um, victims of needless suffering. And that what happens is when we choose to allow the opinions and actions of others, when they're just speaking from the overflow of their heart, to affect the way we see ourselves.
0: Yeah, when I dig at you mm-hmm. about your skinny jeans, there's that part of me that's like, man, I'm I saying I over skinny jeans, <laughs> but I'm big as a house right uh-huh. now. So, uh-huh. you know, um, I'm a double wide. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I, I think of a story, and probably not appropriate, but half the stuff I say isn't appropriate. <laughs> so, so one of my friends was relating this that I worked at a restaurant with. Uh, there, she's with a group of girls, and this girl walks by, and one of the girls all gets catty, and she's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe she dressed like that. Uh-huh. How can she walk around like that?" And, and uh, my friend looked at her, and she said, "What are you talking about? If I look like that, I walk around butt naked." <laughs> You know, sometimes whenever we demean somebody else, when we put somebody else down, Uh it's definitely out of jealousy or maybe fear. It is. You know, I'm going to call you stupid because I want to belittle you. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I think of the bully. Uh, A lot of times the bully has you beat Mm -hmm. before he ever throws that first punch. Right. Right? He's going to yell, scream, do whatever he can to kind of cow you down, to get you intimidated because if you're intimidated... The punches are gonna feel harder yeah, yeah. Um, you're not gonna hit as hard you're right. gonna have a little fear you're gonna pull punches mm-hmm. all those different things so I definitely think in the end I mean we win all of our battles when we realize that um I I don't take I can't take anything you do personally you yeah. yelling and screaming at me I can't take personally right. I in fact and I, I kind of feel sorry for you like I don't yeah. yell right I've never been a yeller yeah and, right. and when somebody yells I, I realized at a young age that if' I yell at you, that means you're in my head and I've given you a little control. Mm, that's good. And I don't ever want to give somebody control or let them know that they have that control over me. Right. So I would always talk back, which mm. I found makes people even matter. <laughs>
1: that person that's uh-huh. yelling,
0: screaming, and cussing, right. when you speak back to them, uh-huh. it enrages them. Yes, it does. So maybe there was a second reason I did mm-hmm. it too, but that first
1: reason was, I don't want you to be able to control my emotions. Yeah, that's good. You know. And I think that starts with, don't take don't take it personally. You know um, what others say and do is a projection of their own reality. It's it's their own dream. You know, and that's that's what you are getting. Yeah,
0: yeah. When somebody comes up and says, you know, some a stranger walks up to you and goes, "Oh my God, you're such a you're you're such an idiot." Right. You don't even know me. Yeah. So obviously, you're speaking from something inside of you, not uh-huh. something about me. Right. Uh-huh. And I may have just done a. Uh, boneheaded thing right yes. right we all do right. i've never met anybody right. that that walked mm-hmm. on water um and if they did eventually the ice got thin enough they fell through right. and yeah. we got to see what they really were mm-hmm. right and, and i think that goes that
1: goes oh, yeah man, i lost my train of thought <laughs> i think that goes with this <laughs> idea that that people that lash out with anger jealousy envy even sadness um um it, that that stuff can lessen once that person starts to realize that, that that they don't have to take things personally,
0: right? Oh,
1: got you back on track. Got back on track.
0: Hot dog. So, uh, hot dog. I'm hmm, hungry. I prefer <laughs> brat. Maybe some knockwurst. Uh, I don't know. I've
1: been trying to watch um, what I eat. like sausage. Because, because I want back in those skinny jeans. So um, even the hot dogs. I, look I like
0: amazing. to watch what I eat too. It's good to know what I'm putting in my mouth. Um, I'm like, hey, that looks really, really satisfying uh-huh. and calorific. Anyway, um. <laughs> Wow. So anyway, we're just kind of rambling today. Uh, But no, basically, uh, man, I lost it. Now I lost it. Um, You said something about hot dogs and just got me completely distracted. I'm like, man, I could go for a cheesy brat right now. Um, (laughs) And I got completely distracted. stranger that calls
1: you an idiot. And I was saying, well, that stranger calling you an idiot, that anger, that jealousy, that envy, even the sadness that they're struggling with can also... Lots of times dissipate when they stop taking things personally.
0: Yeah, and I, and that okay. So I was kind of going with the uh, I've never met a perfect person. So even though I may do may make a knuckleheaded choice, uh-huh. a negative have a negative decision, right? That doesn't make me an idiot or mm-hmm. a bad person. It yep. doesn't make me a negative yep. person just because I didn't do something right. Mm-hmm. Now somebody may label me that way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, a long time ago I heard a girl describe it this way, mm-hmm. and I'll clean it up. Right. Um, Amen. She said, everybody has their own bag of stuff. Crap. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we walk around with it. But sometimes somebody will walk up next to you and they'll set their bag of stuff uh. <laughs> down. <laughs> uh-huh. She said, it's your choice whether you pick that up or not. That's So good. And I think a lot of times whenever we take something that somebody says personally, we're picking up that bag of crap Uh that we never had to pick up. And now we're walking with it, which makes our life even more difficult. Mm -hmm. Because now I'm starting to own the fact that I'm an idiot. You know, it goes back to sociology. Uh, Albert Cooley had what he called the looking glass self, which basically uh, said that whenever uh, people say things about us, over time we come to make those things true i can yeah. only hear like as a kid somebody tell me you're going to be you're such an idiot you're going to be just like your dad you're such right. an idiot you're going to be an alcoholic just like your dad such right. an idiot you're going to go to jail just like your dad and eventually guess what i'm like screw you yeah. i'm an overachiever i'm right. going to prison and i'm doing math <laughs> right. you know i ain't drinking <laughs> alcohol and going thing. to jail
1: <laughs> one up in this you thing. know yeah
0: um dropping out of high school i'll show you dad graduated from high school huh yeah
1: that's you know that's part... what
0: i always did i always overachieved at underachieving <laughs> the expectations so always been an overachiever quasi <laughs> yes. right i yes uh-huh. i've always overachieved at underachieving yeah
1: exactly
0: you know um i've always been on time of being fashionably late is on time right it's kind yes. of that same yeah, thing i'm following But, you know, I mean, but how often do we do that, though? How often have we taken things that people have said and owned them? Mm -hmm. You know, we've made it a reality over time when it wasn't. Yeah,
1: right. And I think that's part of having a, a stronger sense of self and who you really are. You know, that's a big deal. You're talking about that the the bag of crap. Um, I watched anybody's seen Joe Dirt, you know, he Deer Te. that, tag. Deer t- that, that uh, out of that meteorite that falls out of the sky that he gets and It's he a thinks, space peanut. <laughs> and he thinks he's just gonna be so rich. And he takes it, went to that antique dealer and they and they, they do whatever they do, inspect it and they come back and say, you know that's a that's a ball of poop that fell from an airplane, you know? And it's funny, I watched that movie and that night I had a dream after I watched this movie, <laughs> that I had this little red wagon with this ball of poop in it. And then I came to this revolving door. And I was I was trying to get through the, the door. I was trying to get on, get through this door, and I couldn't get through it because of this this wagon that was behind me with this ball of poop. I couldn't get through the door right. with the wagon. And, and I woke up, and I was like, and I started praying. I'm like, God, what does that dream about? And He is, and, it, and He just put this impression on my heart that this this idea that if you ever want to get through this next stage into your life through this door, you got to let go of who you think you were. You know, you got to let go of that 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 ball of poop to make it through this next door. And it's the same thing in our life when we when we continually hold on to what people have said. were or what we think we were and instead of moving forward we can't we can't get through that door until we let go of who we were and uh getting a stronger sense of self and not taking things personally is uh is a huge step in that direction and i'm gonna start calling you space peanut (laughs) just because of that dream yes hey
0: you met my friend space peanut i'm not taking it personal uh and you can't take it personal. and i think that that's that's part of also owning yeah you know, owning and being responsible for those mistakes I do make, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, um, because I know there's also that part of us It's not just taking things personally, but also living in fear sometimes about secrets that we've kept Yeah, that somebody else is going to blow those secrets. And right. honestly, A, I shouldn't worry about it, but maybe I did do some horrific things, Right. you know? Yeah. I mean, if I were to run for, say, politics, <laughs> right. Right. the litany of things that could get brought up from my past. Right. Um, whenever I either was uh, act you know active in chaotic drug use right. or when I was in the middle of either a full blown you know manic episode or a full blown depressive episode right oh my gosh I mean so I've, I've done some really negative things yeah but I had to get to a place where I could understand that I don't even know where I was going with that, really. I mean, (laughs) there's that piece that that I can't ever live with regrets about anything I've done because it's made me into the person I am today. And if I can look in the mirror and like the person looking back at me, everything had to happen exactly the way it did for me to be where I'm at today. And that's a
1: huge step to take. I was thinking about how earlier we were talking about to uh, your politician friend. We were talking earlier and how that she... Can handle some of this stuff and not take it personally. You know that, especially in the in the environment we're in right now. Oh, being the only, you know, I mean, we'll call it out. Being yeah. the only Democrat in Southwest Missouri. Uh huh. And, 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 and like in the Bible Belt. Yeah. And you know some of the stuff. Some of the ads have come out about her and um, just that how she is able to uh not take it personal. You know, she she walks out these four agreements.
0: Yeah, because honestly, I mean, when somebody says something about me. Mm -hmm. Like when a bully bullies, Uh because that's what bullies do, right? right? Uh Builders build, the singers sing, uh, (laughs) bullies bully. Uh Um, When a bully bullies, it's a reflection of them, not Mm -hmm. a reflection of me. Uh That old saying, never get into an argument with an idiot because they'll bring you down to their level and then beat you with experience because they're Ah, really good at being an idiot.
1: And you're not. Uh
0: You know, same thing when I take things personally, I'm giving that bully Mm -hmm. credibility, yeah. Right. I'm giving them power because right. at the end of the day, we empower bullies uh-huh. yeah. by being impacted by what they say. If I don't take it right. personally, eventually he's gonna he's yeah. gonna lose interest in being a bully, or it's just gonna make him look horrible to everybody else around. And there's nothing attractive about that, even for a bully. Right. You
1: think about she was talking about that ad that ran about her, and she ended up taking that, and. and uh... And, and and spending it and raising money for her campaign because of it, you know. Right, um, and that's I mean, what an amazing, uh, I mean, not all this can take it, it and spin it and make money off of it. But what an amazing, amazing even euphemism it is for for taking something negative like that and making a positive out of it.
0: Yeah, and a lot of times, I mean, when that negative comes out, I always say. Because I've had some people who have spoke poorly about me Mm -hmm. and some people who have maligned uh, some of the things I do. Mm -hmm. And I've had people step up and be like, why aren't you going to defend yourself? Mm -hmm. And I've always said, everybody already knows that it's not the truth. Why would I give, why would I lend any credibility? Um, If I call you out, you know, in front of my friends, Mm -hmm. then... I'm giving you, uh, I'm giving you like free advertising. Yeah. Yeah. So true. I mean, you and your 12 friends on Facebook, I just blasted that out in front of my 5,000 friends and now there's all these other people who know about you. Mm -hmm. They really don't need to know about you because obviously you're not that big of a deal if you have to spend your time running me down. Yep. I agree. You know, and, and evil has to defend itself. Right. You know, when you walk in the light, you don't have to defend anything. You know. When you're doing right, you really don't have to defend anything. Right. And if on occasion we do wrong, then we just course correct and get back on. Yeah. own it. You know, yeah, this is what I did. This is who I am. You know, it was yeah. funny. I had somebody uh, tell me they were going to ruin my reputation. They're like, I will ruin your reputation. And I was just like, I'm a convicted felon, <laughs> multiple yeah. right. felon convictions, and I did drugs for 25 years, and everybody knows that. Yeah. Destroy away. Go for it. You know, have fun. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they were trying to get me to take what they, Mm. they were trying to get under my skin. Right. And why would I allow you to get under my skin? It's not worth it. Because why should I take what you say personally when I know the truth? Right. And why should I defend it when everybody that matters knows the truth also? Yeah. Right? It's truly
1: a reflection of what's going on inside of them. That's where the struggle is at. Their perception of reality.
0: Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we can take something that's really little and blow it up into something big if we take it personally. Yep. Right? Because now we give it weight, and now we start thinking about it, Mm -hmm. and we allow it to start controlling our actions, our thoughts. uh, How dare
1: they? You know,
0: uh, let's see. If there was the looking glass self, there was also, gosh, was it Merton? Um, anyway, the self fulfilling prophecy, mm, yeah, which basically said, you know, it's kind of like I speak things into truth, kind of right. like the secret. When I put out positive, I right. get positive the back. When I put accuracy. out negative, right. I get negative back. Mm-hmm. If I call myself a horse so many times, eventually I'm going to go buy a saddle for myself yeah, right. because I am going to create a horse. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's all based off of in this case taking what you said. You're fat. Well, I'll show you. I'll right. go eat some food. Because everybody's got to eat. Uh-huh. And right. now all of a sudden, when I look in the mirror, I see myself as fatter than I really am. So and
1: true. now
0: I think if you see me that way, everybody else must see me that way. Yeah. And the truth is, what is it about you right? that would make you call me out like that? Yeah. Josh, I thought we were better than <laughs> how that. How dare I? Oh, my wow. God, man. I, I thought I'm we were so good so people. I'm...
1: Pastor, huh?
0: Yeah, I see how it is.
1: Don't take it personal. <laughs>
0: No, I'm not taking it personal, but man, (laughs) I just, I I thought we were better than all that. But seriously though, you know what I mean? It's what does that say about that person? Yeah. So, and that's kind of what the four agreements says with this piece of don't taking things personally is like you said, when somebody says something, it's really a reflection of them, not a reflection of you. It is. Right. I agree. So they're jealous. They're mad. They're angry. They, they're self-loathing. Right. Uh, maybe they're just fun suckers, you right. know, the kind of people that walk into a room and instantly suck all the fun out of it, yep. mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's what they pride themselves on. But at the end of the day, when somebody says something about you, especially if it's not true, or they don't know you very well. Mm-hmm. You know, now don't get me wrong. If all your friends are coming up and going, dude, you, need you really need to look at this. Right? Yeah. Then maybe you need to take a step back and look at it. Right. Right. Yeah. Whenever I have people that are coming to me mm-hmm. out of compassion, yeah. grace, out of love, but a lot of times what we're talking about, we're talking about people who, because of, because of their dream, because of the way their life is, they're pretty negative and therefore they want to make
1: other people feel yep. negative too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It's so true. It is. Exactly. You know, and that, it's part of that, it ties into the first degree being impeccable with your word. You know, part of the power that we have, those of us that can understand that and, 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 and part of underst- getting wisdom in our life is Getting that understanding and that knowledge and walking it out and using the power of our love, our power of our word and truth and love to help others, you know? And that ties right into don't take anything personal. And if everything that you say is about you, mm-hmm.
0: not me, then nobody else can ever have that control over you. So if I don't take things personally, I can never say, you know what, I relapsed because of her. I relapsed because of him. Because honestly, they don't have that power over me.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Right. Uh, Yeah, maybe there was a breakup. Uh, Maybe your best friend lied to you, but you know what? That's on them. That's not on you. Right. So why should that be a catalyst for you to return to chaotic drug use? Exactly right. You know Why should that be a catalyst for you to stick a needle in your arm again if that's something that you've chosen to stop doing? Yeah. You know, so now we need to look at the fact that maybe that recurrence of use, maybe it wasn't really about them. Maybe it was about me and it's something I really wanted to do anyway. I was looking for an excuse and you yes. were the one I found, Josh. Uh-huh. Right?
1: Right. We just had a conversation in one of the uh, Zoom calls I did this week about money and how that, like somebody that gets a windfall for whatever reason, somebody, inheritance, lottery, whatever it is, um, uh, like a lot of times will go off the rails. And um, it's it's never the money. It's not the money's fault. The money, what that did, it just revealed what was already going on inside. Right, of them. you know, we and we ran into people getting this twelve hundred dollars stimulus, and, and it's part of the sober housings that we were connected with, we saw a lot of people just leave and, and relapse, and, and when they got this money, it wasn't it wasn't the money that caused them to leave. It wasn't the sober living that caused them to leave. It was the money revealed what was already going on inside of their heart. Right. Yeah, we we went through that with uh
0: K two back in the day. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> Where all these people look like from the outside that they were doing really well, and then we gained the ability to test for K2 and they didn't know it.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. What a trip. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I want to say it was about 40% of treatment cord tested positive, 30, 40%, somewhere around there.
1: Wow. And it's just Um,
0: because honestly, you know, and and I think that happens a lot, I really don't want to stop using. Mm -hmm. And that's perfectly okay if that's where you're at. Yeah. But maybe I'm I'm not going to use because. You know i don't want to go to prison
1: Mm.
0: so i dangle a carrot in front of me so say treatment court 18 months from now i can use again Mm. and if over the course of that 18 months i don't find that my life is any funner any better i don't see more money i it it either stays the same or i see it getting worse like now i don't have any friends and i never have anything to do at the end of that 18 months i just go back yeah right like when i used to smoke cigarettes right if I woke up in the morning and I had a cigarette, man, I could make a pot of coffee. I could watch ESPN, read mm. the newspaper. If I didn't have a cigarette, man, I was ripping the house to shreds and I'd have to go get a pack before huh. I could do anything else. Huh. Right? right? So as long as I know that, okay, in 18 months, I can go back to drug use. I can walk just about anything. Huh. Wow. And I see a lot of people do that. Yeah. So when they found little shortcuts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it wasn't about whether or not treatment court's a good or a bad program. It's maybe it wasn't the right program for them. Maybe it wasn't – t- they don't want to quit. Yeah. Yeah. You know. That's exactly right. So now the question is why do they want to quit? Mm-hmm. You know, and now we're going to get into a whole – you know, I'll lose people here when I start <laughs> right. talking about uh, moderation and some of those yeah. things. But, you know – it. I think sometimes people are forced into doing things they really don't want. And because of the law, you can't help but take it personally. Right. Because this is something I have to do or I'm going to go to prison. Yeah. Wow. You know. That's good. And unfortunately, now, because I'm doing something that I really don't want to do, I'm going to be bitter about it. Right. And of course, I'm going to look for loopholes and shortcuts. And when that $1,200 stimulus comes in, I'm just going to go off on the run. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, I've never had that much money in my pocket since I got sober. Right. So, and maybe it causes me some of those feelings to come up that I've been trying to push down because it's what I really want to do.
1: Yeah, that's good. You know,
0: so ultimately, I mean, recovery is about life change.
1: It is. It is. And a lot
0: of times there's not life change. Just because you're in a program doesn't mean there's any life change. Yeah,
1: I agree. First time I checked into rehab, I say this all the time, I checked in as an addict Trying to get clean when I've been, I should have been checking in as a liar. Trying to get honest, you know, and that was the problem. I just it wasn't in a spot. I was trying to do it for everybody else and everything else except myself. You know, I was not ready to tell the truth about who I was or where I was or what I wanted to do. And I think um, the part of this second agreement is this: not taking anything personally, especially even when. Um, when you're owning yourself, when you're talking to yourself, when, when, when you are even beating yourself down, this is it's a reflection of what's going on inside of you. And you can just truly own where you are at and uh, get a clear picture of maybe where you want to go. You can help That can help you unwind whatever's going on inside of you.
0: Yeah. And then remind <clears throat> yourself, you know, when somebody says something, at the end of the day, it's not about you, it's about them.
1: Mm-hmm. So good. Uh,
0: I always used to say the biggest, baddest person in the room mm-hmm. is the most scared, hurt person there. I agree. and They don't want people to see that, no. so I, I'm going to project something that I think I want people to see. Yeah. At the end of the day, I am who I am, and I'm going to project what I am. Yep. Because at the end of the day, I I really don't I do, but I don't. They mm-hmm. say it's none of your business what other people think, think about you. <laughs> I mean, maybe if they're right yeah, in what they right. think about you,
1: uh-huh.
0: um, you know, maybe it is their business if they right. think you're a homicidal maniac and you're Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. You know, I mean, right. maybe it is their, your yeah. business to think about that. But I know if I'm living my life right and mm-hmm. well, yeah, for me. Uh, it's really none of my business what anybody thinks about me because I know I'm living my life to make myself better and to help the people around me become better. I agree. Right? I'm not living my life to be hurtful, Mm -hmm. to be mean, to be angry. Um, And if I was, then obviously that's something I need to work on. Mm -hmm. Right? Because what's the first agreement?
1: Being impeccable with your word.
0: So if I'm impeccable with my word, people can't take what I say personally. Yeah. Because I'm not using my words right. to be angry, to be hurtful. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I'm not going to use my words on you that way. Right. And if you use your words on me that way, it's not about me because I know what I'm doing is right. In my world, mm-hmm. I'm living my life well. What would What would he say in 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 my dream? Right. It's dream. In my dream, I am living my life well. Mm-hmm. And doing everything I need to do, and when I don't, I am stepping up and acknowledging that I messed yeah. up, yeah. right? Because we are going to make mistakes. Right, and you own it. Right? But if I'm impeccable with my words, then part of that is also saying, hey, you know what? My bad.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep, I agree. And
0: that way, when other ever other people do stuff, I know it's not about me because I've been impeccable with my words. It's, so obviously, it
1: must be about them. It is, and that's just a reflection of their heart. Amen, brother. Amen. And you know what? Huh. If your heart's dirty, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I think about Matthew six when it says that the light that you think you have is actually darkness. How deep that darkness is, and it's uh, it, it, it's taking doing that inventory and having a strong sense of self and you know my identity is rooted in christ and having a strong sense of who you are
0: yeah you know uh man i like some of this don't take things personally because when you do you set yourself up to suffer mm. for nothing
1: yeah for nothing That's, you know suffering's part of life but suffering for nothing is not
0: well in the book you would say we're addicted to suffering yeah you know um now there's degrees and levels of that suffering. Right. Mm-hmm. But right. all of us are addicted to some degree or another as a human. And then we support each other's suffering mm-hmm. and we agree to help each other mm-hmm. suffer. Mm-hmm. It's why you'll forgive yourself for something. And then I'll remind you about it, you <laughs> know, two weeks later. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Well, I still can't believe you. Blah blah. Did. Are you kidding me, dude? Oh, I just God, got over that.
1: that. Yeah. Right. Thank you.
0: <laughs> so, and then if I have the need to be abused, to feel abused, I'm going to find it easier to be abused by the people around me. So if I feel like if I, if I have this addiction to being abused, then I'm going to take everything people around me say personally, because that's a way that I can abuse. I can Mm. abuse based on everything that you have to say about me based on your mood, because you may walk in with a mood that's not even about me, but I'm going to own it. Oh, he's in a bad mood because of something I did. What
1: did I do? Right. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Don't take anything personally. Ever, ever,
0: yeah, so at the end of, I don't know, we may actually make this one pretty kind of shortish yeah. compared to the other ones, but honestly, I mean, if we keep this agreement not to take things personally, then I can live my life with my heart wide open mm. and still not be hurt by other people. Such
1: a beautiful thing.
0: Now, isn't that amazing? Yeah. Imagine being able to, to be compassionate and empathetic and love on other people. Right. Without being hurt by them. Yeah. You know, I remember a long time ago hearing about a uh, a Mother Teresa story. Uh-huh. About uh, a guy coming up and spitting in her face. Whoa, I never heard that. Yeah. I can't even, wow. Yeah. It was somebody who was diametrically opposed to her faith. Hmm. And according to the story, she looked at him, acknowledged it was there. Mm-hmm. And said, thank you. <laughs> because wow. her heart was so wide open, she knew this isn't about me. It's just about him. You know, it was about him. That's how I would wow. take
1: it. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Now, the rest of that story um, is that the person ended up converting. Really? Yeah. Wow. They changed faith over her compassion, love, and empathy, and her inability to be offended by yeah. what they'd done. Because it really wasn't about her. Cool. It was about them. That's, that's you amazing. Know? Yeah. And that's rough. Right. You know, I mean, we live in a time right now where that's really rough. Yeah. Where we have people dying because of the color of their skin and I bet it's extremely hard not to take that personally.
1: Right. Yeah. You
0: know,
1: a reflection of what's going on inside that person.
0: But man, when so yeah, I mean I just always said uh, uh racism it comes out of ignorance and fear like like I hate spiders and mm-hmm. hate is a very strong word. I hate, I hate spiders because I don't understand them and I'm afraid of them. Yeah. So generally hate comes out of fear yeah. and ignorance, Yeah, exactly. you know, and that's a dangerous combination. Right. And we have a lot of people now that are hate filled and very ignorant. Yeah. Yep. You know, and, and when those two things combine, we have a perfect storm. And unfortunately you have people that hate, you know, that, that have that ignorance and hate against people based on the color of their skin. Yeah. Based on whether or not they, you know, what sex they relate to. Right. All these different things. So instead of showing people love and compassion because they're filled with hate and anger. And I don't know what that's from. It could be, could be from something that happened to them as a kid, but I don't want to give them a a pass. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. um, Maybe they just suck at life. I don't really know. Right. You know, but because of that, they lash out at other people. Mm. And, I imagine it is extremely hard not to take that personally when it happens over and over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so so this is good for me yeah. and my dream. Right. You know, and even when people now, now I've gone through some of it. Uh-huh. Because, but it's because of choices i made in my past, sure. because of my felonies, because right. of my addiction, because of my mental health issues, um, that I've gone through some hate and ignorance from people, yeah. people that wouldn't hire me, people right. that, you know, got mad because I was dating their daughter or yeah. wouldn't let their daughter date sure. me or sure. wouldn't let their kids be friends with me. Right. Uh, and at the end of the day, that was about them and I could walk away. Right. Right. Unfortunately, we have some people na- that are now in situations where they can't walk away. Yeah. You know?
1: Right. So so I guess there's a caveat to this. Right. And it's still, it's if you know taking that personal, though, is going to breed hate in your own heart. Yeah. You, know? you just can't. It's, it's easy. Yeah. It is for me well, to say. Well, yeah.
0: it's not about taking it personally. It's realizing that when somebody treats, when a racist or a sexist or a misogynist uh-huh. treats you a certain way, just not taking anything personally means that it's about them, not about you. And I think that is something we can all own. Yeah, you know, um, ignorant people builders build. (laughs) Ignoramus is ignorant.
1: Ignorant. (laughs) (laughs) You know,
0: right? But ignorant people do dumb things. Uh You know, they make Mm -hmm. very and and hateful people make decisions based in anger. They do. You know, Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day, it's not because of anything you've done. It's not because of who you are. It's about them and something they believe or a problem they have. Yep. You know, it, it may be hard to walk through that, but because you're still getting hurt by that. But at the end of the day, just know it's not about you. It's about them. Yep. I
1: agree. You know, yep.
0: And I don't know. I, I, that may be about all I have to
1: say on this, really. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Any closing I, thoughts? I think that the, the guy that wrote this book, Ruiz, he says that, um, he believes that anger, that jealousy, envy, envy, even sadness, can lessen or even or even dissipate once an individual stops taking things personally. Yeah, that's that's a powerful statement.
0: And and sometimes I think that's where a lot of the hate and anger people do walk around with mm-hmm. comes from
1: take is they
0: take things personally. First, yep. At the end of the day, it's not about you. You're not that big of a deal. Yeah, that's a
1: that's an awesome thing.
0: You know, imagine yeah. uh, looking at a tapestry uh-huh. that had billions of threads, right. Brilliant. And looking at just one thread uh-huh. and trying to interpret interpret that entire based on that one thread. And trying to explain everything else based off of just that mm-hmm. one thread. Yeah. And that's basically what we do as a human. Uh-huh. Is I'm one thread in billions of threads. And yet I think I'm so important that all the other threads circle around me and need me and depend on me. Right. When at the end of the day, if I snapped out it might mess up a small piece of that tapestry, but the rest of that tapestry is going to be fine. Yeah. You know, I'm really not that big of a deal.
1: Nope.
0: So, I need to stop taking myself so seriously. Uh Uh-huh. And I also need to stop taking the things other people have to say about me so seriously. Yep. If I want to get to a better place in my life.
1: 100% agree.
0: Alrighty then. So, um, in closing, i just say, you know what? Have an amazing week. Yes. Uh, If you need anything, reach out to us. Yes. uh Josh Lean on Facebook. Facebook. Dave Stoker, Facebook, and I don't know, all my stuff's out there. Yes. So, And then yeah. next time we're going to be talking about don't make assumptions. Oh, because when you do something about umption. Yeah. yeah something that, that always confused me. Yeah. Anyway, have a great day, guys. We love you. Bye. Mm-hmm. In closing, I just want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Please join us every week for new episodes. If you want to connect with us further, if you have any questions, topics you'd like to hear in the future, or maybe you would like to be on the podcast sometime, you can connect with us at betterlifeandrecovery.com. Uh, there's a Better Life and Recovery page on Facebook, or you can, uh, we're on Twitter, uh, BLIR underscore NPO. Also, this podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about the network at studiodna.media. Thanks a lot. Y'all have a great week.
1: Want to talk about a new movie? Check